Hi, welcome to the new episode of Dr. Lamba enables you become a better human being. But unfortunately, people are lost in the very desert of this grand world. Is it difficult to shine? No. It's not very difficult. Of course, you need a certain discipline of mind to do that. As a matter of fact, you must be thinking that when I wrote Reap to Shine, you thought that you have to reap a harvest, this being the harvest season. No. Reap is an anagram of four qualities that you need. To be a better human being. And those qualities differentiate exceptional people from good ones. I consider all human beings to be capable, some more capable. And these four qualities constituting green are the differentiating qualities. They enables you to shine, not only at normal time, but even during the times of crisis. They're key to thriving in challenging times. And the people who are successful have mastery over their inner self. Know thyself is the concept and these qualities enshrined in Reap are basically a process of knowing yourself, getting mastery of yourself. What are those? Those qualities are mental, emotional, physical, and metaphysical. Reap is an expression of that holistic work. The work that is a power to positively affect all our life, resulting into beneficial returns. R in REAP stands for resilience. I've always been saying that, especially now, in the times of stress, resilience is the most important quality which we have often ignored. Resilience is in fact the buzzword and it deserves to be the buzzword not only in common jargon but in your mental makeup. It is the quality that enables you overcome your fears, doubts and helps you build confidence, positivity. Your mindset is basically a function of your deep beliefs. No mind is immune from your belief, and your belief is positive one and is capable of adapting to the new situation. It, the resilience of your mind should be more than the resilience of steel, and steel is supposed to be the most elastic thing. Not rubber, uh, possibly. Remember, I was telling you what. So, 
when you build in resilience, you will see that the beliefs of your mindset, which dictate how you think, how you feel, how you react and act, those beliefs would adapt according to the situation, according to the circumstances. So to create a resilient mindset, the first part of the is that you need to be closely examining your underlying beliefs. You have to test them, you have to examine them, and then you have got to either accept them, or amend them, or reject them. For example, in the time of stress, if you strongly believe that your life will never be the same again, you are bound to feel anxious, you are bound to feel demotivated. If you could only embrace an alternative belief, you will feel and act differently. So your whole action and reaction is based on your belief system. You know, I may not believe in God, but the people who do believe and who don't have that mental capability to face the situation themselves without the aid of a outside agency, they always say, okay, we leave it to God. We let God take care. So by passing on their worry to God, they are able to lead, lead a life which is more composed and calm. And you can do that without believing in God, but then you need an alternative mindset. As a matter of fact, the belief that learning from setbacks can help you become stronger, more resilient and more determined. So the first thing is resilience. And what about E? E R E A P. So E stands for equanimity. At an emotional level, it's about building an anchor of your inner stillness and poise, peace of mind. So the volatility and uncertainty around you should not affect you. You should take it as a part of living. This too shall pass away. If you are not able to do that, then you have a problem. For this quality, you need to be more open to the possibilities, opportunities, alternatives, and you need not be attached to any fixed, structured, regular, reflective practice. As a matter of fact, you need some quiet time to be yourself. You need quiet time to connect within. The whole life is so galloping that you need to halt, recover, your points, economy, and when you have got economy, you would realize that you are in a state of mind which Milton says, calm of mind, all passions spent. Now, spending of the passion does not mean that you become inanimate or you become insensitive. No, it is sublimation. It's a process of sublimation. You are sublimating yourself, your emotions, your feelings, your thoughts to a higher level. 
and in that process keep an economy of mind which is not easily disturbed your fulcrum works in a way that it goes up and down the life can be zigzag but the basic balance is maintained then comes a agility at the physical dimension agility is about your prioritization and effectively managing the alternatives before you it can be managing people it can be managing time it can be managing people it can be managing yourself your relations your interactions the social life focusing on the physicals to maintain a proper body focusing on mindfulness to enable your inner self become healthier and these two work your body and your mind together will make you and keep you calm You know, if you are in a storm, what happens? If you are going on a ship in a storm, they drop the anchor. Anchor, when it's dropped, it has a stabilizing effect, and the buffeting by the storm does not impact the ship. So your anchor has to be agility to adjust, to adapt, and actually you should be as agile as a cheetah, as a tiger. You must have seen in the movies how the tigers are prey, and how quickly it moves. Rather, even a cat is another cat you would see. That agility, and I'm not talking of the physical agility. I'm talking of the mental agility. So that whenever a problem is there, you can be agile enough to jump over that problem. And this is important, extremely important, because. If you are not a giant, you will be marooned, marooned in the web of your life, in the circumstances that are not in your control, in the situations which can be devastating to your psyche and to your body. So, when you are beset with stress, with situations which are not normal, you usually become distracted. You become reactive. You're not acting. You're just reacting. So what you need is to take charge and be proactive. So instead of being reactive, be proactive and focus on the most important priorities. You also need self-discipline in maintaining your personal balance, which I talked earlier in R and E. So that one resilience and equanimity, coupled with agility, would make you able to face the situation better. It will enable you to build a self-discipline, and you, the result would be that you will not be burnt out case. And the last is P. P is a purpose, and the purpose is. Not only material. No, I have always been saying it that 
material purpose is good, but it's not the good or the best. It is one of the forces of life to be prosperous, to be materially strong, yes. But even if you're not materially strong, even you're living at a minimalistic level, you can still have a purpose of life. Basically, purpose is connecting with your deepest motivation and a higher purpose. Any moment of life which is full of crisis, which is full of stress, is a critical inflection point in your life. And that point invites you to reflect. Reflect on what's more important, what's the priority. Whether it's your health, whether it's your family, whether it's happiness, or simply you want to be intelligent, wise, content and kind, compassionate, full of empathy. Seeing the sacrifice of the people around you, the plight of the people who are lower, uh, a, at a level, much below your level, you would connect yourself to your compassionate self and you become more grateful to the life that you have. And you also develop at the same time empathy to the pain of others. So these go hand in hand. If you have gratitude, you develop empathy. You cannot have empathy if you don't have a sense of gratitude. You know, the basic concept of tragedy is there by the grace of God goes I. Somebody has met with a tragic situation and you feel that you could have been in that situation. So your purpose is to see that, okay, I'm grateful that I'm not in that position. And when you are grateful, you empathize with that person. So reap is complete with resilience, agility, equanimity, and purpose. As a matter of fact, these things exist within you. But you've got to exploit them. You have got to ensure that those capabilities are a part of your life. People who are wiser, people who are capable, Harness those emotions and channelize them towards leading a purposeful life. Reflect on what you really want your life to be. That's the most important thing. You have got to identify what your end goal is. You have got to be clear about what you want to be in life and what you want to get from life. And secondly, when we say get from life, what is still more important, want, what do you want to give to life. It's not only getting, it's giving as well. Most of us always say, well, life has given us nothing. What have you given to life should be a question. Success and meaning material progress, inner happiness, individual growth, are inclusiveness of the community in which you live. These are the parameters that should decide. But if you follow the concept of reap, you really reap the benefits and be a better human being. Why not start inculcating these qualities today, right now, and uh, be a better homo sapien, better human being, have 
peace of mind and a certain sense of gratitude, agility, purpose. Then you would really enjoy living every second of your life. And not only enjoy, you savor it. There cannot be a better time than today to do it. Thank you.